this time, anyone who's been blessed, give the Lord a hand. Okay? Ah, there it is. There it is. That, that sounds like a little patty cake. Ah, wow. That's what I'm talking about. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's enough because you're on my time, so that's enough. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. I, I, wonder, I wonder if you really, really understand how much God must love you. Just hang that out there for a minute. God must really love you. Speak this to your neighbor, okay? Tell your neighbor. Neighbor, God must really love me because he placed me at Gateway. Now, come on, give God praise for that, okay? Amen. Help me praise God for the angel of this house, your own pastor, Pastor Robert Morris. Come on, praise God. Amen. And for the first lady of this house, Sister Debbie, I'm going to praise the Lord. Wow, it is such an honor to be here. Um, let me just uh, welcome those on the internet and uh, Daystar and uh, the other five campuses and those on the moon and those who are uh, across the world. Thank you, thank you for coming. We're going to have a great time tonight. Amen, amen. Come with me to the book of Isaiah or Isaiah, if that's your persuasion. Uh, Isaiah, 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 chapter 40, Isaiah chapter 40, amen. We've had a great time all week, and uh, I'll just say um, as a form of disclaimer, those of you who may hear me or see me someplace else around the world, around the country, from now on I'm going to carry a ladder and a stick with me everywhere I go, uh, and you'll know what that means, okay, so amen, so it's it has been a powerful week. Amen. Isaiah chapter 40. The people who just tuned in have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay. Amen. Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. If you get nothing else out of what I say tonight, get this in your spirit. This is your year to soar. Let, let, let that simmer for just a moment. This, this is your year to soar. It is amazing how the Bible strains to make itself clear. And it often paints powerful, prophetic, pictures of our God to, to speak to us in the earth realm and help us to grasp the things of the spirit realm. So, for example, God is, we talked about the saying about this last night, he's the lion 
of Judah. Reigns in victory. He is uh, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. Uh, and he is seen as an eagle in the book of Deuteronomy. The eagle who stirs its nest. And here through the prophet Isaiah, we are seen as eaglets. Young eagles who, by the power of our great God, learn how to wait on God that we may mount up with wings and soar. I, I want to suggest to you that one of, if not the most challenging discipline in the spirit realm, one of the most challenging spiritual disciplines that you must learn is the discipline of learning to wait for God. It is a spiritual discipline, quite possibly one of the most difficult ones, learning how to wait on God. There's a song in the African-American tradition that says, teach me, Lord, teach me how to wait. And yet the prophet says that when we learn how to wait, God promises. He promises his, his presence. He promises that we shall mount up with wings like eagles and we shall soar. The Bible says, they that wait, they that wait, they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait. One version says, they who have hope in God. The, the, the idea, the root word of this word, this idea of waiting, uh, is the idea, it's, it's kind of it's another picture. It's a picture of like a rope or, or, or something that's twisted or a rope wrapped or tied around something. So the Bible says that when we, when we tie our hope around the promises of God, God will do something. Many of us are living tonight. Many of us have come tonight and our, our hopes are wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in the promises of God. Many of us have come here tonight waiting on God to do something, waiting on God to fulfill a promise, waiting on God to come through with something that he has shown us. And the Bible then assures us, well, if we do, if we wait, they that wait, they that wait shall see a move of God. And likewise, God has brought someone here tonight and you are not only in a position of waiting, but you are about to soar. By the power of the living God, God has brought you here tonight. God has brought you to this broadcast to let you know that when you learn how to wait and your, your rope of hope is holding on to God, ah, God's going to do something in your life. You know, he, 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 he promises that you shall mount up and soar. Everyone says soar. Now, here's our problem with waiting. Here's our problem. The problem with waiting is that we find ourselves most often in the tension, in the tension of a promise revealed and a promise fulfilled. You didn't get that. I'll give it to you again. Uh, we, we find ourselves often caught in the tension of, of a promise revealed. God has said something. God has shown us something. God has revealed something. 
God has taken us to a place and revealed that we are on our way to do something. He's going he's to give something. He's going to take us to a place and going to use us. He has revealed that. And yet we often find ourselves stuck in between that promise that has been revealed and that promise to be fulfilled. That in the meantime, in between time, is when we wait. Someone's here tonight and God has shown you something. God has spoken something to you. He has, he has revealed that, that he's doing something in your life. He's revealed that he's preparing something, that he's preparing you for something that he's prepared for you. And yet you are yet waiting to see the fulfillment of that revelation. You're caught in between the promise revealed and the promise fulfilled. And that's where we wait. And God says, if you wait, hmm, God will show up. It's, it's, it's waiting for God. It's waiting for God. Some, some, anyone here tonight who's waiting on God to do something, let's just take a poll. Okay, okay I just want to make sure I'm in the right house. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 you're, you're waiting on something. God, God has shown you something. Somebody over here really got it, yeah. Uh, God, God has shown you something. God has spoken something. God has revealed something. And you find yourself waiting. Stuck between a promise revealed and a promise fulfilled. Here we go. The catch is that God controls the pace of the problem. And God controls the pace, the pace of the promise. God has shown, God has revealed, God has promised something. And yet he controls the pace of that promise. You, you, you're waiting on God to hurry up. Hurry up, God, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Another song from the African-American tradition says, you can't hurry, God. Oh, no, you just have to wait. And so the lesson is that we learn to wait on God, but he controls, listen, he controls the pace of the promise. It is not that the promise will not come, but he is in control of the pace. You, you, you can't make God hurry up. You can't make God move faster. You, you, you can't fast enough. You, you can't suffer enough. You can't sacrifice enough. You can't cry out enough. You, 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 can't, you can't serve enough to make God get in a hurry. He's on his own time, runs by his own clock. Your challenge is to get on his time and not wait for God to get on your time because God controls the pace of the promise, which often has us saying, well, Lord, when, when are you coming? How long, Lord? Uh, we won't take a poll tonight, but some of us have been waiting on what we're waiting on for a long time. Uh, longer than you've wanted to wait. How long? When does God show up? You ask good questions down here in Dallas. Let's see, let's see. Here's the first, watch this now. First of all, God, when will God show up? I'll tell you when. Number one, he will show up when it's not enough. You missed it. I'll give it to you again. Try to side over here. God shows up when you realize you don't have enough. Uh, I got one clap, a hand raised, and a grunt. Uh, uh, uh. Remember, remember, remember uh, the 5,000? Remember that crowd? And, and they were out there. Uh, 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 Jesus been preaching all day. Can't imagine anybody preaching all day. Jesus been preaching all day long. And people got hungry. And somebody realized it's time to eat. But they took a poll and, and found out 
uh, there was not enough food. Sometimes there's not enough. When you realize that you don't have enough, enough to make it happen, enough to change your life, enough to go to the next level. And yet when you realize that you don't have enough, that's when God steps in. Jesus gave instructions. He said, go through the crowd, see what we got up in here. They found a little boy who had a little happy meal. And the little boy had a little meal with two fish, two five loaves of bread, brought it to Jesus. And Jesus started breaking fish and breaking bread and got fish from fish and bread from bread and 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 fed the whole crowd once they realized they didn't have enough. When you realize that you don't have enough to do what God has called you, you don't have enough smart, you don't have enough intelligence, you don't have enough letters behind your name. But when you realize that you can't do it, that's when you call on the God who can do and make something out of nothing nothing and still get the glory. Ah, oh God, I feel it in here. I feel it. He, feel it. he says, when you realize you don't have enough, um, you, God shows up when you've run out. God will show up when you run out. Re re remember that wedding at Cana? Remember that? And uh, all the celebration, the partying going on, and somebody realized that the wine had run out. Now, stay spiritual. Stay spiritual. Uh, uh, somebody realized that the wine had run out and they, they sent from Jesus. And, and Jesus gave instructions, took, it, took charge and gave instructions as he always does. He says, he told, he told the servants, uh, bring pots of water. And he began to pour water out of one pot into the next. Somewhere between pouring out and pouring in, he worked a miracle. Somewhere between pouring out and pouring in, he worked a miracle because they had run out. Uh, who's here tonight? You run out of strength. You, you feel as though your faith is running out. Your, your trust is running out. Your, your, your energy is running out. God brought you here tonight to tell you he's about to work a miracle in your life. He's about to give you what you don't have once you realize that you don't have what you need to be all that he's called you to be. Hmm, this is, here's the last thing. He shows up, uh, I promise you, when it's too late. God shows up when it's... Remember those two sisters? Remember Mary and Martha? Remember them? And they had a, had a brother named Lazarus. Laz died, and, 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 and they sent for Jesus. Once again, Jesus is not in a hurry. He comes, and by the time he gets there, the man has all got rigor mortis and the body's smelling and all that, and, and, and they run, and they said, Jesus, where have you been? After, after all we've done for you, where, where have you been? Why, why, if you'd been here earlier, the man wouldn't have died. It's too late now. You should have come when we called you. It's too late. Jesus said, I'm never late. No, I'm always on time. If I can get you, watch this, to call him, it's never too late. If I can get you to speak to death, speak to the things that seem like they have no more life, if I can get you to have enough faith to trust me, you do your part, I'll do my part. 
You speak by faith to that which needs to come alive. And then when I touch my hand, touch my hand and put it on it, light, death will come from life and life will come forth. And God says to this, I will bring forth that which brings honor to me only when you realize that you don't have enough and it's now too late. Somebody feels tonight like it's too late, too late for your dream, too late for your vision, too late for your business, too late for your finances, too late for your family, too late for your son or daughter, too late for your marriage. And yet God says, I'm right here on time. And when you realize that you don't have enough and that you are too late, I'm right on time to do everything that needs to be done to get glory out of your life. Is somebody hearing me tonight? Uh, Old song says he's always on time. Now watch this. They that wait shall do something. They shall mount up with wings like eagles and soar. Here we go. Birds fly three ways. Stay with me. There are three ways that birds fly. Now, we're going to take off in here in a minute. Birds fly three ways. Here we go. Some birds fly by flapping. Some birds fly by gliding. Some birds fly by soul. God said... Watch me now. You shall mount up with wings, but he didn't say flap. Anybody ever seen a a hummingbird? Hummingbird. Flapping, 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 flapping. Flapping, 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 flapping. If it doesn't flap, it'll fall. Somebody came here tonight. Tired. You've been flapping. With all your might. With all your energy. Flapping, 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 flapping. But eventually, Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of trusting. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of hoping. My faith is tired. God brought someone here tonight. You're you're not ready to backslide. You're just tired. You're not about to turn away from God. 
but you're tired. You're expending every ounce of energy that you have. You're not turning away from God, turning your back on God, but you're tired. It's hustle and bustle and hustle and bustle and go and go and hustle and bustle. Have you noticed that a hummingbird can flap and remain in the same place? Flapping, 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 flapping. Going nowhere. Flapping, 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 flapping. No progress. Because you're tired. God brought you to this house and loved you enough to tell you your flapping days are over. Because he didn't say they that wake shall flap. They that wait shall mount up. Other birds glide. Have you ever seen a hawk or a falcon? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Think about how hawk or falcon, they're beautiful. Beautiful in flight. And, and they go high, 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 high. And then they begin to glide. Oh, what a beautiful picture. What form. What a great silhouette they make. Gliding, gliding, gliding. But if you notice and look carefully, they're gliding, but gradually they're coming down because gravity is pulling them. They look good, but they're going down. Great form. but they're going down. We've seen some giants who look good go down. The world has laughed at some of our greatest flyers only to discover they were going down. We and the church have learned the art of hypocrisy. We're skilled at it. We, we know how to fake it till we make it. We know how to look good on the outside. And yet we're dying on the inside. We know how to put up a good front. Make a good statement from the outside. But inside, we're going down. Some birds glide. But if you look carefully across the horizon, they're going down. As surely as I stand on this platform, God brought someone to this place tonight. And in your spirit, you sense you're going down. That marriage that looks good on the outside, going down. That career with business cards passed out everywhere, 
going down. Even in your spiritual life, great fronts, great outward exterior, looking good from the outside, but going down. Isn't it good that God did not say, they that wait shall glide? I'm almost done. Here we go. They that wait, help me, Lord, shall mount up with wings like an eagle. Not like a hummingbird, not like a falcon or a hawk, but like an eagle. How then does an eagle fly? I'm glad you asked that question. Eagles get in position on a high crag or a high peak and oftentimes sit and wait. Pictures have been taken of magnificent eagles with elegant posture waiting on the edge of a cliff. For what? Ah, God placed something in the innately in the mind of an eagle so that an eagle is able to recognize when there is an invisible move that often cannot be seen or felt because when God I love it when God created the earth he put something in the earth called energy and wind or a thermal column this thermal column is a burst, a gust of wind that rises from the earth that is undetectable by the natural eye. But the eagle can sense when there's about to be a move of the wind. And when the wind begins to rise, the eagle does not have to expend energy or begin to flap all it does is spread its wings and step off the crag and the wind that's rising from the earth catches its wings and it begins to soar. And the stronger the wind goes, the higher the eagle goes. Something happened on the day of Pentecost. There was a wind that began to move and the sound of it filled that room where the saints were praying. And as they began to pray, the wind began to rise. And as the wind began to rise, they were all filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And what happened when the wind began to rise could not be contained in that room. It took me all that time to make my point. Here it is. I declare unto you, there's about to be a fresh wind to blow through this house. I declare unto you that when you get at the high point and rise up against carnality and rise against flesh 
that God will put you in a position where the wind of the Holy Ghost is about to move in this house. I speak it in Jesus' name. Rise up, O great wind, and fill this house. Rise up, O great wind. Souls shall be coming from the north, south, east, and west. Rise up, O great wind, and fill us again with the glory of Jesus the Christ. Rise up, O great wind, and heal families. Rise up, O great wind, and heal relationships. Rise up, O great wind, and save souls. Rise up, O great wind. Signs and wonders shall be manifest in this place in Jesus' name. Rise up, O great wind, and change this nation. Rise up, O great wind, and change this city. Rise up, O great wind, in the name of Jesus. Now when he comes in, somebody ought to welcome him in. And when he comes in, let there be a time of celebration. Rise up, O great wind. Blow in this room. Blow wind of God. Blow in this marriage. Blow in this home. Blow over our children. Blow over our sons and daughters. Blow over our minds in Jesus' name. Somebody help me bless the name of the living God. I feel a wind. I feel the wind. Tell your neighbor, I feel the wind. 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 I feel the wind in this house. Blow, Holy Ghost, and fill us once again. Blow, Holy Ghost, and fill us afresh. Is there a praiser or a worshiper anywhere in this house? Somebody make some noise and give God some glory. Come Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come Holy Spirit and fill this place. Oh, come on, give God glory in this house. Get in that position where the wind will rise and you shall rise and give God glory. Oh God, we bless you in this house. Lord, we thank you in this house. We rise and we soar by the power of the wind of the Spirit of the living God. I speak it in Jesus' name. I declare it over this house. This first shall be a first like no other first. This first shall be a fresh move of the wind of the glory of God. It shall be a fresh move of the wind of the Spirit of God. Blow in this room, Holy Spirit. Blow in this house, Holy Spirit. Rise up, O Spirit of the living God manifest yourself in this house go up every aisle down every row touch every seat and blow in our dead spirits blow on our discouragement blow on our broken hearts blow on our broken dreams blow on our discouragement blow wind of God move in this house in the name of Jesus. Oh, rise up, rise up, wind of God. Rise up, wind of God. Save someone tonight. Rise up, wind of God. Call back someone tonight. Rise up, wind of God. Fill this place afresh. In the name of Jesus. There's nothing, 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 nothing worth more than the presence of the living God. Nothing, nothing, nothing more valuable than the wind of the Holy Spirit. 
He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Don't have to send for him. He's here. He's here. Blow, Holy Spirit. Blow, Holy Spirit. You're welcome here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're welcome. Yes, yes, yes. Prepare your heart. Prepare your mind. It's your time to soar. Yes, Jesus. Glory to your name. 